Welcome to Bookcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls. Tune in to a live discussion at 4 p.m. UTC on Friday. Hi everyone, welcome to Bullcaster, a talk show for all the crypto bulls. Here we are to discuss the most exciting industry topics with the best industry experts, influencers, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of Bullperks, and in today's show we are going to explore transformation of human connection with Metaverse and with our special guest, Yulia Barnakova. Hi, Yulia. Hello there, and hello, Bullperks community. Really excited to be here with you all today. Thank you for being with us today. And just uh, uh, in case, if you didn't read the announcement, if you didn't see uh, what Yulia is doing, she's uh, on a mission to inspire leaders to apply metaverse technologies in creative ways to their business challenges and as a strategist within the metaverse, um, you know, continuum business group at Accenture, which is one of the big four, as I'm sure people know this brand. Uh, she helps clients across industries identify commercially relevant metaverses and different use cases for customers and different big brands and um, including supply chains, different operations. And she's a frequent speaker in Modiverse Technologies and including TEDx. You can look it up on YouTube. It's an amazing talk. We can obviously share it in our description. And yeah, she's uh, she's one of the leaders in the space. And that's why we're excited to have her today on today's show. Um I mean, you, you, I will go straight straight to the point. You know, our show is very that's that's our that's our style. You know, very concise, <laughs> straight to the point. So, uh, we're happy to have you. Right, obviously, you have an extensive experience leading the digital innovation and consulting. Uh, I'm sure you work with a lot of big brands that are like you know you know cutting edge technology, like you know different ways. Uh, you know, the, the, the virtual reality now, uh, and uh, as we call it, uh, a good marketing <laughs> tool as we use it, a word, a notion, a metaverse technology, right? So let's start from basics. How would you define it? Because people have so many different definitions. Yeah, you're right. I mean, people have so many different definitions. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, trying to define the internet, right? Especially in the early days, people used uh, terms like, you know, surfing the web or information superhighway and <laughs> all of those terms kind of faded out. And now kind of we all know what it means, but it's still kind of a little hard to define. So with Metaverse, uh, the, the way that we at Accenture define it is it's kind of the next evolution of the internet. So it's very um, broad, it's very expansive. And the key piece here is that it allows us to go beyond just kind of browsing as, as consumers and as workers to actually actively participating or inhabiting uh, various worlds and immersive experiences. Now, just to double click on that participation element, uh, we we consider the metaverse to include everything that's kind of the decentralized side. So, so kind of the blockchain, crypto, et cetera, as well as the XR side. So if you think about, you know, XR and blockchain, boom, mash them together. <laughs> that's kind of how we think about it as, as a continuum. And you can access that continuum, you know, through a variety of different ways. I mean, you're, 
course, your headsets, but doesn't have to be that way. Your PC, your mobile, even heads-up displays or um, kind of smart goggles, Internet of Things. There's so many ways to kind of access this this new world and participate in it through shared ownership with with NFTs and digital assets and other token tokenized opportunities. Um, we just see it as very very broad when we uh, work with our clients. Mm -hmm. So let's try to narrow it down. Like I think that's the beauty of like you know to concise anything and to um, to make sure people understand it in, a, in such a format like that will help them to navigate their reality. Because there are two groups of people right now. There are people who are like enthusiastic, like you and me, right, <laughs> and try to propel this technology, right. And it's a minority. Let's be honest; it's a small minority right now. And there are other people who either don't understand it or don't see the actual value, and they're like even like people who are pessimistic about it because they think that the the virtual component actually, you know, d dilutes the socialization, like you know, and connecting with people. While I, I would argue that it actually can help people to socialize and connect. So let's let's digest it. Like you know, what do you think? How will this actually take place? Yeah, so so what we're starting to see is kind of an extension of consumer and worker behavior into these kinds of technologies. So as an example, you know, people, they've always, you know, just we're social beings, we wanted to socialize. And so, I mean, very classic example is before, you know, before the COVID days, everyone, you know, we did a lot of in-person concerts, events, meetings. Um, now we're starting to see, or we have seen an explosion of people wanting to basically meet the same core needs as humans, but doing so in, in new platforms. So we're seeing, you know, concerts in, in, in what we would call metaverse platforms and Roblox and Fortnite, et cetera. Um, we've seen, you know, I was just at an alt space, an alt space VR comedy show uh, where people are coming together and it's like an open mic night where people come on and it's very similar experience to, um, to kind of a, a, a real show. Um, we're, we're seeing people wanting to, you know, have, you know, birthday parties or other kind of social events, meetups in these kind of worlds. So it's really, it's about, um, extending what people's core needs are into these virtual into more of a virtual realm and that does, doesn't just go for entertainment and community there's you know product exploration there's expression and creation i know um, a lot of the audience has you know is, is artists and nft creators um so that's just kind of a core need that has been done in a different way that's now just extending into this kind of a space and there's also work and learning health and fitness as we've seen with you know supernatural and beat saber and those kinds of um the, the, the virtual reality apps and then also increasingly we're seeing consultation and services like clients are starting to think like how do I get a hologram of a virtual advisor uh, in front of clients as well so lots of things but it's kind of the same needs but just extended so I you know I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate here right so I the Beat Saber part I actually get I played it it's fun right you know that and then it's physically exercising right you know now, now as opposed to other things, like, you know, people now argue that like video, like, you know, we have, we're now having a Zoom conference, right? Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of other you know, uh, communication 
tools like that. And that people say, well, listen, you already have such a developed streaming technology. Why do you need metaverse, right? And why it's not just enough to stream and to show a live person as opposed to being avatar, right? So let's maybe help people to go even deeper to the rabbit hole. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite rabbit holes, actually, is, uh, how, you know, why use a, uh, a metaverse platform, which would be an immersive platform versus something like a Teams or a Zoom or a Google Meet? Um, very, very um, common question that we get from, from clients. So um, Accenture is actually one of the, the, the largest users of Altspace VR, which is Microsoft's um, uh, platform that allows you to kind of come in with avatars, interact, etc. So the way that, that, that we use it is not definitely not for all meetings, but certain meetings like, you know, especially when you want to have a fun event, like we just had a Halloween meetup there where we built out this virtual space with like spooky ghosts and pumpkins and there was a scavenger hunt. So it's really a way for, you know, those meetings where you want to make it not linear, where kind of one person talks at a time, but really make it an experience where you could break off with certain people and have those side conversations. You could have that experience of the scavenger hunt, or you know, somebody could be playing in this area and somebody in this area. It's it's really the the way I like to think about it is you're almost re recreating that human in person experience to a certain extent when with these platforms. So you're using digital technology to recreate that that very human experience and that i think is what's very exciting and a lot of barriers to entry <laughs> still a lot of tech issues to to work out but when you when you get it to work it's magic and it's unforgettable 100% agree. Like there are a lot of uh, beautiful uh, case studies I've read uh, recently where people who are uh, have disabilities, they participate in the world and they have, they're able to have activities that normally they just physically would not be able to have, right? That's a, another angle. Now, coming back to the enterprise level, because I'm sure you work with big corporations, right? Uh, by the nature of your job, right? So do you, can you provide us maybe another case study of good examples, how people maybe can communicate or improve their experience in the metaverse? Yeah, so so one of the, the the things we like to do is actually take our our clients into some of our spaces and and show them around and get them into headsets and and see you know how these these types of of meetings can work and meetings is just one tiny use case of everything that you can do. Um, so for example, we do a lot of um, we help clients with training a lot of times. So like for example. Um, uh, we we're just talking with one client about safety training, right? And they spend thousands and thousands of dollars, um, almost almost millions, um, to to actually get people into um, to get people trained up around their facilities. And so, even though that's a very small use case, but building out just that safety training actually created real ROI for them because they didn't have to kind of get the equipment and like get everybody trained up and get the, the trainers. It was something where people could, could do it um, sometimes on their own or sometimes guided by one person that was, you know, that was streaming across many different sites. And so that's another example where you can get real, ROI savings. And that's what we always try to drive toward is not just like, mm -hmm. you know, let's put up a Decentraland headquarters or something like that. But it's like, let's actually think about how we can get meaningful, um, meaningful returns on our work. 
That makes sense, obviously, especially for corporations, you know. So coming back to the another level where, so in this case, what are your biggest challenges? What are you you're seeing from the clients that you have? You're talking with them, like especially on an enterprise level and how are you overcoming them? Yeah, so we do get, I mean, especially <laughs> anyone who's who's read any kind of headline, I think these, these days knows that um, there's been, a lot of of kind of negative press about metaverse and especially lately with you know the F ftx situation the kind of the crypto um world and all that so there is um a, there is quite a bit of skepticism but um what we try to say is let's look at kind of what the challenges are of the client we always like to start with what are the, the business problems that they're trying to solve and then we take a look at our entire spectrum and i mentioned kind of the kind of decentralized blockchain all the way to kind of immersive experiences and see what are some of those even small ways that we can start to um to, to get some utility from from these from these kinds of of technologies and then how can we build on that and ultimately create a strategy for for clients that is multi-year longer term so that they can really participate in this kind of a space um, because mm -hmm. you know i like to say the metaverse train i mean despite the negative publicity it's moving and if people are not on the train they're going to get left behind and that's both from like a perfect kind of a, a client enterprise side and also from a professional skills side like if people personally are not building the skills to be able to to work in this kind of environment they're going to get get left behind and we always say they're going to be living in a future that's shaped by somebody else so for us kind of going back to your question it's really bringing it back to their challenges making sure that there's meaningful roi attached to those use cases and not just kind of a quick one-off thing that gets you know the press release but then can't you know it doesn't get much more traction and then also thinking thinking of it as like a long-term strategy and capability building to to be able to succeed so with this said like it's listen it's a transformation and as you mentioned it's very early on right so some people are can jump on this bandwagon some people will miss it out so but it's already part of our reality so if you're talking about like this immersive experience and the importance of getting into it like what are the some ways like to stay on top of this area and metaverse maybe you can advise some reading material or what's the, the first entrance for an enterprise that is even open to start we wrote our research paper to help people to navigate it. Maybe you have some other like literature that you can advise. Yeah. So, I mean, if <laughs> I'm biased, of course, but I think that Accenture's Meet Me in the Metaverse um, tech vision from this year mm -hmm. is a really great place to start to kind of really get a sense of like, what are the consumer use cases? What are the employee use cases? And of course, what are the industrial and like, Bit like more operations use cases, kind of like how how you know might a digital twin improve um, operations within within a, a factory or kind of with a set of factories? How is data you know going to be used by you know both on the industrial side but also on the personal kind of the, the personal data side? Um, that is, I would say, that's definitely a place to start. And by the way, in 2013, Accenture kind of put a stake in the ground and said every 
business will be a digital business going forward. And a lot of our clients had skepticism. They said, yeah, I don't know if my business is quite, you know, ready for that. Um, But then we've seen today that, you know, digital is just permeates every single business, regardless of what kind of business you are. And this year, we kind of made the same bold stake in the ground. We said, every business will be a metaverse business going forward. So it will be playing in some element of the metaverse continuum, essentially. So that's why it's it's important really for everyone to understand what that continuum looks like and really find find ways to start kind of getting getting ready for it. Um, and that's so that's one piece piece. Um, I would say another kind of way that I like to to, to stay on top of of this stuff is just put out a you know like a Google alert on metaverse. Try to follow um, thought leaders in metaverse space. Like, hey, if you want to mm-hmm. follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, shameless plug there. Um, I try to put out some some things uh, uh, every once in a while and actually like try stuff, you know, like the other day, um, you know, there, there was a headline about um, that, that Snapchat has, has partnered with Amazon fashion to for a virtual try on. So virtual try on is nothing new, you know, being able to try on like digital goods on top of your face or on top of your body. Mm -hmm. um, That's nothing new. We've seen that before. But what was interesting is that, I mean, imagine the, the commerce potential, like the reach of Amazon, but then coupled with the, just the seamless tracking that Snapchat has, you know, I mean, the way that the realism that it has is just, you know, it's it, you can't get that on the Amazon app. It's hard to get that on many other apps. So if you combine that together, it's like fire. Um, so I actually opened up a Snapchat um, lens and I and I put I searched for Amazon fashion. I, I actually tried out some of those experiences. So whenever you see a headline, try to see if you can actually get into that space. Like if you see a decentralized mm-hmm activation popping up go there you know you see a snapchat new thing go there you see a new roblox experience go there check it out see see if if it's actually like worth the hype or if there's you know if if it's just you know just for the the press release and that way you're going to start to get more underneath what's actually happening and be able to to speak more um, just be able to kind of speak with more experience because you've actually lived it versus just kind of reading about it. Perfect. Now that's 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 a beautiful example. By the way, uh, if you're putting a plug, like I also have to remind people that all the technology, all the the reading, the VR technology that people have, and all those avatar technology was built by Ukrainian engineers. Like you know, for Snapchat, that actually the company was acquired. Like you know, so uh, we we support you know humanitarian needs. So it's happening in Ukraine. So that's why I just important. Um, a reminder. And with this said, we are jumping to our live streams to collect the, the questions from there, right? Because there's uh, there's a lot already and we're here also to make sure we answer all of them. So I'll start with like a, a short one, short and sweet. So uh, Blog Jelly from YouTube is asking, thank you for insights, Yuna. Uh, your story is really inspiring. Will you be speaking at Women Web 3 Miami 2022? I would like to hear you, uh, your speech there. 
Uh, I am, I will not be speaking at that one, but I will very likely be spe speaking at the Immerse Global Summit in Miami. I'm moderating mm -hmm. a panel there. So um, if any of you all are going to be there, maybe I'll, I'll see you then. But I will put the, the Women in Web3 Summit, uh, like I'll, I'll see if I can maybe join the next one or something like that. So I'm always looking to kind of deepen uh, my mm -hmm. knowledge and my network in this space. So thank you for, for that. Perfect. OVZ from YouTube is asking, in your TED, uh, TEDx talk, uh, you made great points about how everyone should become tech savvy. What would you recommend to do uh, become tech savvier and feel comfortable in the metaverse? Yeah, so so that's a really great question. Thank you. Um, I've kind of pivoted to, to kind of saying everyone's got to be metaverse savvy, metaverse ready, right? Um, I would say the very first thing is it, it's a mindset. Right. And so just like in my talk, I say that um, there's so many people who say, I'm not tech savvy. I'm not a digital person, etc. Um, I kind of the first step is the mindset. You have to say, you know, you can't you can't be saying, well, metaverse is not for me. Like metaverse is um, just overhyped. I'm not even going to look into it because it's just too early. That's that's not me. Like, I'm, you know, um, I'm not like 12 years old or nine years old playing on Roblox or, you know, whatever. Um, so that's the first part. I, I don't think that's probably going to be an issue for a lot of the viewers here, but I will also say that um, if you are kind of leaning toward one, one side or the other, like if you're kind of a, a, a you know, more on the um, decentralized blockchain side of the house where you have deep expertise there, then I would say try to deepen your expertise on the immersive world and the XR side, because, you know, as a mission, um, you really have to be able to go across both. And when, you know, if you work in this space or if you have clients in this space, being able to cut across is just, it, it's just incredible. Like I've seen like some of our MDs are able to like, you, you plop them into any industry, any issue could be blockchain XR, you know, the latest in everything. And so that's kind of what I'm <laughs> aspiring to be like too, is, is to really any holes that you see in your own expertise, try to research it but don't just research actually actually do it you know actually try to mm -hmm. like download the app or like get get the headset like get you know get into this platform or that platform try to purchase a certain thing get into the discords i'm sure you all are already in the discords but <laughs> that's what i say to the clients because a lot a lot of times clients, they'll be in, you know, they'll hear about Decentraland, but I'm like, how many of you actually have a MetaMask? And they're like, eh? or like, how many of you have been in Discord? How many of you know what Discord is? And so sometimes uh, clients get this aha of like, okay, I need to actually start, you know, living and actually right participating right in these spaces in order to really. Mm -hmm. Totally makes sense. So with this uh, question, I think the next one will be a very good one. Um, empty space from Twitter is asking, what is your perspective uh, of the future of business and interaction with customers in the metaverse? Oh, that's a great one. I mean, so as I mentioned before, like the, one of the things that our clients are, are asking about is this this use case of advising so like you know clients that kind of in you know, financial services or in the legal field or um increasingly medical although there's a lot of you know regulation around that that aspect of it but 
um, kind of one one use case would be to like once headsets and you know um, like screens where you can actually see holograms become more mainstream you can actually you know beam an advisor to your station so that way they can come into the home with you and be able to advise you versus you going to them or you being on on zoom or, or teams with them something like that so that's one use case which um, it's an interesting one but a, a lot of our clients are are you know, exploring this is how can we get like even closer like really get into the person's home while still lo not losing that kind of in-person feel of having kind of a volumetric <laughs> capture so i think they're looking into like how do we volumetrically capture how do we volumetrically stream um people that's that's one um there's also like i would say immersive immersive websites where you can kind of come in and um, easiest examples, like a virtual showroom, like, you know, we've been seeing car, car dealerships or like, you know, companies like the mall, um, opening up where, or they haven't fully opened up, but, uh, where you can kind of see products in real kind of, and buy products. And then of course the natural next step is to have like, like actual salespeople roaming the floor mm -hmm. and helping them, you know, choose products and giving them consultations, um, that kind of thing. So um, we've already seen clients moving, for example, their expos to 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 metaverse or immersive platforms. And we're going to see, I think, a lot more of that happening once the 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 um the immersive headwear gets a little bit more advanced because that is you know um constantine like per your question earlier like that's a huge barrier still as people think that you know you have to have those headsets in order to kind of feel the immersion and in some cases you really you really do like if you want to see a an advisor like you don't want to be grabbing a phone and like you know <laughs> seeing the advisor like through your phone like you you might as well just be on facetime at that point you know exactly so, but I'm, I'm smirking because I, I i'm envisioning like gta style kind of like uh, uh situations right you know like the 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 sales rep is coming up to you he's offering you something you don't like it you have you're starting to have a quarrel and then you started to fight and then <laughs> so, so that that would be more fun you know like experience because that you cannot do in real life i mean you can but you'll be detained <laughs> so, so anyway so we're coming back to the other questions uh nakamoto-san from youtube uh hi yuda what's your vision which industry will be the most progressive in the metaverse well, I think the kind of the will is yet to be determined, but I would say retail is absolutely leading or kind of fashion is leading the, the, the consumer space right now because, I mean, they're dominating the headlines and it's also a natural kind of, you know, when you think about um, identity and self-expression, kind of the, what you wear and how you express yourself, that's such a natural um, extension of people's physical selves is how do you express yourself virtually um the other day actually i was um, i have a roblox account mostly playing with my kids or kind of letting them use use my account and i just had like you know the regular roblox blocky character for for the longest time and the other day i just got so sick of it because i'm like that just doesn't represent me and I don't even I don't even play the Roblox, but I'm like it just started bothering me, and I actually like loaded my account with some Robux, and I just like spent 
like an hour customizing my character. And I'm like, kids, surprise. <laughs> but somehow like it just made me feel like better. Like I was, I was more authentic, mm-hmm. even like, even though I wasn't using my, my character. So uh, I think that that fashion, that need to express ourselves. And, you know, I think one day um, very soon we'll be able to kind of, you know, on a call like this, even to say, well, do I want to wear my my Gucci blazer today? I want to wear my Versace blazer. What glasses do I want to wear? What earrings? Um, so we kind of choose from a virtual closet. So that is um, kind of the space that's leading the way. And then the industrial metaverse has 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 been happening for for a long time already so i would say they are kind of you know not dominating the headlines as much but they're kind of a a slow like a a big giant as well so like for example like lockheed martin building um using um augmented reality like hollow lenses to to help build the orion um spacecraft like kind of seeing what the instructions are as they're building it versus like having to look at a manual, um, that kind of thing. So um, those kinds of use cases have been around for a while and are still the case, but it is, we'll see kind of who wins out <laughs> or where it will become most, uh, uh, you know, most um, uh, I, most popular in the future. I have a one provocative question for you really quickly. So Olympus from Twitter is asking, I saw some guy invented a VR headset that kills you, IRL. If you die in the metaverse game, you're playing. Does it, does it have to be this immersive? Well, actually, Constantine, when you were talking about GTA, like that actually popped into my head. And I'm like, no, I'm probably not going to say that. But yeah, so so um, uh, Palmer Lucky, who is the person who in, who um, started Oculus and then sold Oculus, it to, yes. to Meta. Now it's the Meta mm-hmm. Quest 2, but it was originally um, his his work. He um, he invented this headset that has these like three basically explosive things that go into your head. And if you die in the game you know as as somebody um mentioned you actually die um he says it's a working prototype so it's not that you know it's he hasn't used it supposedly anyone but um but but it is working so i mean my view is i personally wouldn't go there but i think i mean i a lot of people have been fascinated with it and i think there's probably some people who would like to see other people use it and probably pay for it. Now that's getting really <laughs> deep and dark, but I, I almost want to oh see a God. movie where, and I know there is actually one movie made that's like, I forget what it's called, but the poster is like, if you die in the, in this world, you die in real life. Uh, so I just want to see like a saw or like a squid game with that, um, with that kind of headset. I think it would be fascinating, but definitely uh, I, I don't like it in real life. I'm scared of this experience because I do believe some someone would actually go and sign all the disclosures and actually go to social experiment like that. Like I, I actually see that happening right in the future. Unfortunately, that's where we are in the world where to draw an attention, people like basically would be, you know, risking their life. And that's, that's, you know, that's kind of a norm, which is sad, but that's a, it's a deeper philosophical question where we are uh, just probably to to live it on a positive note, Talis from YouTube is asking, in your opinion, um, how can the metaverse foster human evolution and business development? Yeah, so um, on, on the human evolution side, I mean, I think that, you know, when done right, 
the metaverse metaverse technologies can really like augment ourselves as as humans like it almost gives you superpowers right like with augmented reality for example like i mean it's the same way that we can google information and we have that at the, at the you know at our fingertips like once we're able to kind of like you know see with computer vision we say hey what's what's this thing or you know how what's the contextual layers over something like which we can by the way already do with google lens and um other machine vision um technologies but like that already like augments us real time like we're able to do more than we can do as humans um there's you know the the virtual worlds like like alt space and rec room and all that like they can bring us together and we can have those same human to human connections are very similar where you can make memories together like i remember me like you you're like you coming up and shooting me in the face like with paintball or something the same way that you would like if we had an actual paintball game where i could be like oh my god remember that guy like how he was hiding over in that corner and then we all ambushed him or whatever i actually had an experience that i talk about in my um in my talk that um where i was presenting and i like flew out of the auditorium and so that's something that's going to stay with me <laughs> the rest of my life. So, it's kind of it's about like making those closer human connections in that social setting and also being able to augment um our capabilities and then also get get like more efficient and just express ourselves better. Like if I have a virtual scan of my body and I can get mm-hmm. clothing, like a virtual mirror and I can have clothing, like real clothing, not just digital clothing that is tailor made to me and is shipped to me i mean that's that like is much more sustainable than all the returns that we're having it makes me happier and it helps me just express myself more more effectively as well so i mean i could go on <laughs> on that question but it's i think that when used right these technologies really unlock our potential as humans 100% I agree with you and uh thank you Yula, for your sharing your experiences I mean it's, uh, it's really interesting we I think we we've learned a lot from you uh so our community lar- lar- learned a lot from you and generally like you know we we would love to hear uh, more from you like please uh, follow Yulian on uh, LinkedIn I'm sure there we'll share links to other social media uh, and to the um to the actual research that you mentioned from Accenture it'll be great to uh, learn more and yeah try it out you know don't be afraid to use technologies and uh, go to discord try try in all the other virtual worlds that you love and for now uh we want to thank everyone for joining Volcaster uh and uh, uh listen to us to 4 p.m. UTC which is 11 a.m. EST on YouTube live, LinkedIn live, Twitter live, all the lives possible and maybe one of the shows will go and meet inside the metaverse we'll do it from the metaverse right um but again thank you Leah. we would love to have you more Super. Well, thank you. Thank you so much everyone. It's been wonderful um to be here and Constantine, thank you for your um for the interview and if anybody has questions, feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn and hope to see you in the metaverse. <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Stay tuned with Bullcaster, a talk show for all crypto bulls.